Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. Thank you so much to everybody who reached out to make sure I was feeling better after my rough week last week and then my caffeine high. I am feeling so much better. A weekend on the water made all the difference. So welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast, by the way. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thank you so much for coming to spend a little bit of time hanging out with me. Now that we've gotten the niceties out of the way, some of you might call this episode Tough Love. I just call it true. And it comes from a place of caring so much about my goal, which is to help you break through your barriers and create a happier, healthier, fuller life, helping you step into your full potential, not be a victim of your past or your circumstances, not be stuck, but break through and move on, create something better. I've said this before on a couple of webinars, but I don't think on a podcast before, maybe once, but before I begin any webinar, whether it's live or recorded, And before I begin recording every podcast, I take just a few seconds and I establish an intention for the episode or the webinar, whatever it is. It's really, for me, I do it to make sure my attention is focused because the last thing in the world I want is to be talking into the mic but thinking about some bill I have to pay or some email I need to respond to. So it's to make sure that I'm really fully focused on what I'm doing And also to make sure I'm really clear on what I want you to get out of the webinar because I don't script my shows. So before I go into it to really be like, okay, I want them to walk away with a sense that or strategies to dot, dot, dot. So I set that intention and I don't share them. I have a couple of times on the webinars, but I do it just to bring myself to that. And I want to say that today only because I want you to understand my intention when your perception is tough love. Because without knowing my my intention, you might think, why is she being so aggressive, right? And people email me and ask me that. Here's why. I know how bad it sucks to struggle. And I know how lonely and frustrating it is to want more for your life but be the reason you aren't creating that. I know how exhausting it can be to constantly be searching for the right information or more motivation while watching your life go by, not living it to the fullest, and knowing that more is possible for you. I know what a fight it is to emerge from that pattern and break through it. I fought that alone. 
and you're not fighting it alone. I'm here helping you fight through that fog, whether it's excuses or exceptions or self-doubt, negativity, fear of failure, whatever it is. And so sometimes you'll notice that my tone is really, really compassionate and encouraging or exciting. And other times it's a little bit more direct and aggressive and that is intentional. So when I seem more direct or more aggressive, it's because I'm fighting for what I know is possible for you. With that said, let me make a suggestion. And this does not just apply when you're listening to me. Whenever you feel defensive about something somebody says, whenever you feel the urge to fight with their message, consider that instead of pushing back against it, you might want to open up to it, right? Because that fight mentality, for example, somebody recently commented on an episode that something I said made them want to throw their phone against a wall. So typically, that is a sign that you need to open up, lean in, and remove your defenses versus acting against it, pushing against it, resisting, shutting down, turning off the episode, or throwing your phone, which I don't recommend in general. Anyway, maybe the reason you're defensive is because you have some room to grow there and then your ego is kind of protecting you a little bit. Maybe you need to grow in a way that is super important and required in order for you to move beyond where you are now. So that's just my little disclaimer for today. The reason this episode is called Let Me Blow Your Mind isn't because I'm going to tell you something you've never heard before and it's going to like, whoa, what? Who knew? It's because I am certain that the single best thing you can do for your body is get your mind right. And if you think, I'm not that negative, I'm not, you know, making excuses or whatever, the single best way to make your body better is to get your mind better, right? It's true in every aspect of life. The single best thing you can do for your relationships, for your goals, is to improve your mindset. And you might not want to hear that because you're more curious about which nuts are the most fat loss friendly. Just don't be nuts. And I don't mean psycho. I mean, although that's not really advised. Anyway, bunny boilers, maybe listen up. I mean negative, dramatic, pessimistic, a victim. That's the kind of nuts you want to avoid. And it's also the kind of nuts that most people are. And I know this because it's the kind of nuts that most of my clients are. Don't get me wrong, I love them, but their minds aren't right. And they want solutions about food and exercise, and they want all the nitty-gritty answers about how to use their journal when the key is to get their mind right. The way we think determines what we do right? The way we think determines our discipline, our choices, the habits we create, the amount of effort we put forward, the excuses we make. So while you want to focus on diet and exercise strategies, I'm telling you, mindset makes a bigger difference. It is that lead domino that makes every other change easier. So in today's episode, what I want to do is share with you a few things that really moved me very recently, like in the last week to 10 days from a mindset perspective. You guys know I read a lot. I listen to a lot of books. I don't listen to many podcasts, but I do listen to a couple here and there. I'm constantly learning, whether it's from 
books or podcasts, or it's from interactions with my own clients or my own coaches, right? I have my own coaches. It just so happens that this past week was really big for me personally in terms of mindset and aha moments. And I had the, um, once a month I have these live webinars with my master's club. So I was able to share a couple of the things with them and share some of them with my fat loss fast trackers and their different levels and some of my VIP list. But I wanted to put them together all in one podcast so that you and I, me too, can return to it as needed. So the first one, and this is one I brought up just briefly with my master's club members on on their webinar as part of a larger topic that we were diving into. And then I also shared it on the Daily Motivations podcast. It struck me so significantly that I, I didn't want to not have it here because I know that's really important. Here's, here's kind of the backstory. I saw a post on Instagram that made a lot of sense, but I immediately disagreed with it. And the post on Instagram said, desire without discipline is nothing. Desire without discipline is nothing. And if you heard me mention this on the Daily Motivations podcast or in the master's webinar, hang tight because there's a lot more. We're going to dive deeper in today's episode than on the short, you know, two-minute daily motivation. Uh, And I'm going to cover a bunch of different things about this. So the Instagram post that I saw and disagreed with said, desire without discipline is nothing. I mean, it makes sense without the discipline to make a change, doing the work consistently over time, your desire is just a wish and wanting it isn't going to make it happen. Only discipline makes it happen. So ergo, desire without discipline is nothing. I get it. But it's worse than that. Desire without discipline is depression and, 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 right? So much more than that. And before you all jump all over me about how depression is actually chemical and it's out of our control. I'm not talking about chemical imbalances, so leave that alone and save yourself an email. Save me an email. Desire without discipline is is that feeling stuck, feeling down. Desire without discipline is why you're frustrated, why you're exhausted, because you have all this desire and none of the discipline, and so you're just spinning your wheels, the wheels of your mind, but not the wheels of motion powered by action. Desire without discipline leaves you feeling self-doubt, right? Desire without discipline is what allows you to create excuses and exceptions that erode your self-confidence. Guys, totally serious here? Desire without discipline is dangerous, Dangerous for what it means for your life, dangerous for what it means for your mindset, for your mental health, for your attitude, for your happiness, for your ability to enjoy your precious and wonderful life. One of my favorite mantras about discipline says that discipline is freedom. And I learned this through practice when I was getting out of debt. Because initially I was like, a budget, but I want to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it in a budget felt like a punishment. I got over that really quickly. My ex-husband, who wasn't my ex at the time, he was a little bit slower to come to that realization. He saw the discipline required for getting out of debt very much as a punishment at first. He did come around, but he resisted it and resented it, and he complained about it. He was the victim. He constantly talked about how he was missing out on all these other things because we were on a very tight budget while getting out of debt. 
right? This is the exact same way. His mindset towards getting out of debt and being on a budget is the exact mindset I see in so many people when they are thinking about making fat loss friendly food choices or getting to the gym consistently. Resist, resent, complain, be the victim. Everybody else is having more fun. I'm missing out on my favorite things. It sucks. But here's the thing. When we say discipline is freedom, what's behind that is, you know, when I look at my debt struggle, we were not free when we weren't getting out of debt. When we were spending what we wanted when we wanted to, we weren't free because our money was spoken for. We both did well. And when we got paid every Friday, that money was not ours to do with what we wanted. It really wasn't. We had to pay our car payments, our mortgage, our student loans, our credit cards. But the discipline of getting out of debt was freedom. Because when we did that hard work to get out of debt, then when we would get paid on Fridays, For the first time ever, we got to decide what we wanted to do with that money because it wasn't already spoken for. Our cars were paid for, our student loans were paid off. And the same is true, you know, when I was 350 pounds, I had the same perspective about losing weight. Like, ugh, this is going to be so hard. This is going to suck. But I really love Chick-fil-A and I want donuts and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But it wasn't. Discipline wasn't imprisonment. It wasn't a burden because that would be saying that eating what I wanted when I wanted was freedom. I did not feel free. I did not feel free. Yes, I had cupcakes when I wanted to and justified takeout and pizza and treats and indulgences and alcohol when I wanted to, but that wasn't freedom. I was miserable, depressed, afraid, ashamed, self-conscious, getting healthy, getting in control, having a disciplined approach to my life gave me freedom. So these things we look at as discipline, they're not burdens. They are gifts we give ourselves to open up our world, to crack our world wide open, to stop being self-conscious, to walk into a room with confidence, to be proud of yourself to do more things because you're not restricted by either self-consciousness or your physical body weight or both, right? These disciplines are not burdens. They are freedom. They open up our world, which leads me to the next thing I wanted to share with you guys. You have to train yourself in this perspective, It's not just a one and done choice, right? You have to train yourself to not see that fat loss friendly dinner as a chore or a sacrifice or a burden or something to complain about. You have to train yourself to not be a victim of your discipline, but rather to appreciate it and even desire it and get excited about it. And I shared this in a VIP email from the other day, went into a little bit more detail Um, And why aren't you on the VIP email list if you're not? You can get on it. It's totally free right on the homepage of primalpotential.com. Or if you're in the United States, all you have to do is text the word primal, P-R-I-M-A-L, to the number 44222 and you're done. So anyway, in that email, I was talking about a conversation I had with one of my clients. We were on the phone and I was telling him something that has been working for me, and he is very much like most of us. He's so motivated to get healthy, but that doesn't necessarily always translate into action. 
So as motivated as he is in his mind, his choices don't always reflect that high degree of motivation. He wants to get healthy. He wants to be more confident. He wants to participate more in his life and not feel held back by either self-consciousness or his weight. He knows he's the only thing in his way, but doesn't always translate into action, right? So I shared with him a simple question that helps me in this practice to change my mindset and not be a victim of my discipline, not see my discipline as a burden or a chore or a punishment or something to complain about and rather something to get excited about. So this is something I do whether I am debating, should I work out or should I not? Should I have this fat loss friendly dinner or should I grab a burger and fries and try again tomorrow? I ask myself some variation of the following question. This choice I'm making, this thing I'm considering, does it open up my world and make it bigger or does it close me off and make my world smaller? For example, when I am not taking care of myself, I am closing off my world. I'm not as confident. I don't want to go out and do as many things. I am more negative. But when I make great choices and as I've lost weight, as I've gotten more fit, my world has opened up. There are more options available to me now than there were then. So carrying home a burger and fries and milkshake to eat in front of the TV It closes me off. It makes my world smaller. I feel less comfortable in my body so I don't connect as much with the people around me. And it impairs my mood. It takes away some of the vibrancy that comes when I'm taking great care of myself. On the flip side, the choice to consistently prepare that fat loss friendly meal at home opens me up. It expands my world. The other night, As I made cauliflower rice and turkey and spinach and tomatoes and all these other things, when I consider that choice, I say that opens up my world. Creating a life choice by choice where I'm more confident, where I'm more comfortable in my body, where I connect with more people, where I'm comfortable creating more opportunities for myself, where I have a more positive mindset. So when you are in that moment of oh, just have the cookie, who cares, it's just one small thing, or, oh, do I want to work out, I'm kind of tired, maybe I'll just sit on the couch and grab some popcorn. Does this choice open up my world or close it off? Does this choice remove the limits I've placed on myself, or does this choice hold those limits in place? Does this choice shackle me to where I am or does this choice remove the shackles I've put on myself with past choices? Does this choice create more confidence or less? Does this choice put me in a better mood or a worse mood? Does this choice expand my life or make it smaller? This next one is probably my favorite one. I think it's the most powerful and it comes from Ben Bergeron, who you've heard me mention a number of times, he is arguably one of the world's best CrossFit coaches, maybe one of the world's best coaches, period. This is what he says. As you listen to that voice in your head, that voice becomes your best or your worst coach. Nobody will coach you more than that voice will. 
Guys, this is so true. Even if you have a mentor or a personal trainer or you read books or you listen to podcasts, nobody is going to coach you more frequently, more regularly, more consistently, or more powerfully than that voice in your own head because it's all the time. And it will either be your best coach or your worst coach. I asked my clients the other day to consider this, this idea of the coach in your head when you're making decisions and ask, okay, as I think this through, as I make this choice, as I have this internal debate with myself, am I listening? Is the chatter in my head, the internal negotiation, is that coming from my best coach or is that coming from my worst coach? If I was talking somebody else through this exact same decision tree, should I do this or should I choose this? How would I coach them? And is that how I am coaching myself? No one will coach you more than that voice in your head. And it's either going to be your best coach or your worst coach, which means it's either going to create the best life or the worst life for you. When my fat loss fast track clients say, oh, I can't do this. This is going to be hard. I can't seem to. I'm really in a funk. That is not your best coach. That is not your best coach. And as people move on, you know, within the veteran tracks, within the fat loss fast track, so they have more experience, I know for sure that they would coach somebody else in our group much more positively and efficiently than the way they coach themselves. Change that. It takes practice, but you can do it. Think about it. Whether it is your positive thoughts or your negative ones, whether it is excuses or encouragement, you're coaching yourself in those moments. Can you imagine a track coach standing on the sidelines of the track, screaming at his athlete, don't worry about it. You've got another meet on Saturday. This one doesn't matter. You're sloppy. What's the point? It's just one race. Take it easy. No coach would ever do that, right? but we do that to ourselves all the time. That internal dialogue is your coach. You are getting constant coaching from that voice. So what is it telling you? Are you listening to your best coach or your worst? If it's your worst, what would your best coach say? What would your best coach say? And before you tell me, which my fat loss fast track clients say all the time, but it's so hard to break into those thoughts as they're happening. Practice. Easy is earned. Practice. Stop talking about how hard it is and start practicing. Whenever my clients email me and say, but it's really hard. Well, what does your practice look like? How hard are you trying? What does your effort look like? Anything and everything is made easier via practice. So get to work. I want to wrap up with one final one. And this was... um. From a book, and the book is called You Are a Badass, this quote from it was posted by one of my Masters Club friends, and it says, so often we pretend we've made a decision when what we've really done is signed up to try until it gets too uncomfortable. I'm going to say that again because I want it to sink in for you. So often we pretend that we've made a decision, like eat better, exercise regularly, um, drink less, whatever it is. We pretend that we've made a decision, but what we've really done is signed up to try until it gets too uncomfortable. What is it that you keep giving up on when it gets too uncomfortable? What is it that you keep giving up on when it gets too comfortable? Now, when you have that thing in your head, here's what I want you to ask yourself. What is the coach in my head saying about this? 
How do they talk me in that coach in my head? How do they talk me into giving up, making an excuse, giving an exception? What would my best coach say? And then practice being your best coach because you are. It's just you're not listening to that voice. So define that thing that you give up on when it gets too hard and then say, what does my worst coach say about this? Like, how does this sneaky voice talk me into giving up on this thing that I committed to? What would my best coach tell me in those moments? And then get to work practicing. Guys, all of this, all of this, 100%, totally serious here. All of this is why I created Breaking Barriers, which is one of my online e-courses. And that's not a promotion. It's a fact. I know this is hard work to do. It is really, it's not complicated, right? But it's not easy. And I did it alone. And that was tough. And it was decades. And when I broke through, I sat down and said, what did I do? What changed? What did it take? What did I need to overcome? How can I help other people overcome these same things like negativity or having a crappy perspective, being a victim of their circumstances, being too attached to their past choices? That is why I created Breaking Barriers. I'm totally serious. I said, I changed my mind a lot. How did I do it? What did it take? What were those changes and how can I help other people make them? Whether it is negative self-talk, self-doubt, fixating on the past, choices, frustrations, failures, the way you've let yourself down, eroded your self-confidence, fear of missing out. That's why I created it as a self-guided thing that you can go through on your own and work through these things. And some of the modules have worksheets to help you go from hearing the information to really applying it to what is unique about you. So that's why I did that, guys. And if you have questions about how that works, because you really want to do this work, but you need a little bit more structure in the practice, then get help with the structure in the practice. I don't care if that's a therapist. I don't care if that's a journal or if it's breaking barriers. It's not. I don't have a dog in the fight. I just want to help you break through. And if you have questions about the way it works, I've written a post with all sorts of FAQs. I will link to that in the show notes if you're like, how does it work? How do I access it? Can I download it? All those answers are up on primalpotential.com, and I'll link to that in the show notes. I'll also link to the course in the show notes. But here's what I know. Here's what I know for certain. If you want to change something about your choices, start by changing your mind. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.